Welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. My name is Dean McKnight, and I love comics, and I love superheroes. That's why I do a comics podcast where we make superheroes, and I make them alongside Josh Randall and Jade Sarson. Good afternoon, y'all. Hi. Good afternoon. Why are you pretending it's the afternoon? I have to, because it might be the afternoon for... Uh, our listeners. Welcome to our timeless space in which we record episodes, the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> and our episodes get uploaded in the morning. Yeah. So if you're one of those eager beavers who listens to a podcast as soon as it gets uploaded, then... Um, I, I've heard from so many people who listen to this on the commute and during lunchtime, so good afternoon was like half right. Thank <laughs> you very much. Good morning to the rest of y'all. I hope How you're enjoying you your elevensies. <laughs> have 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 an extra biscuit. Go on, just pop those earphones. You know why you're why you're working. No one It's just okay. Coast is clear. You can turn it up just a little bit higher. As we talk about our comic recommendations, we can't go into this process without any fuel in our tanks. We're gonna pour in some delicious comics in order to get us chugging. I'm going to choose Josh. You can talk about your comic first. What have oh, you been reading this week? Thanks, Dean. You're um, This week, we're doing it quite a bit at the moment where we're recommending work by people that we've already recommended work by. And mm. because I haven't managed to go to my usual comic shop recently, I'm falling back on works I've read before and I'm going back to. Classics. Classics. Um, mm. This week, I've gone with a 12-issue miniseries by writer Tom King and artist Barnaby Bagenda. It's called The Omega Men. Ooh. Um, ooh. It ran a couple of years back with DC when they did this DCU thing. Um, that wasn't crazy good. But a couple of, <laughs> a, a couple of series good came out of it, uh, Omega Men being one of them. It's all about uh, the White Lantern, Kyle Rayner. He is captured by a group named the Omega Men, who are a collection of genocide survivors from various planets that are being mined by this big old place called the Citadel. Okay. Um... That is the main plot throughout there. Nice, nice. I'm just going to jump in straight to reasons like why I like it. I mean, it shares a lot of themes with Tom King's other works. I've recommended Sheriff of Babylon on previous episodes. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. Actually. You did. That was me. <laughs> that was you. Joshua. Because I recommended it to you, and then you recommended it to our lovely listeners and sometimes viewers. Well, it was less of a recommendation, more of a vigorous bullying from you to read the book. That's how Josh always recommends comics, though. Please, I, true. I just keep on forcing it on you. Just he like... just comes to our house, flat, wherever we are, because that's a mystery. Hi- and hyperbolic just, pit. Yeah, the hyperbolic time chamber. He bursts in with a pile of comics, throws them at your chest, and is like, read these before I see you next. Bye. It's true. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure there's still a couple that I've kind of hidden around your abode <laughs> currently that you probably still haven't read did you know that i've left doom patrol volume one at your place yes it's right behind me actually <laughs> oh okay cool just just checking it's, it's always oh, there um, god it's like a comics easter egg hunt oh. um anyway back to Omega Men. um so yeah it shares a lot of themes with like sheriff of babylon um a lot of like war and morality um mm. which king due to his like past like the cia and stuff um he really nails it i really love begender's art though He's got this great scent. When it comes to like space stuff, you can be as like goofy as you want with like designs and like colors. Yeah. And I think he manages to really nail that along with the fact that I don't want to use the word gritty because it's just a horrible <laughs> word that gets used in any kind of reboot or subsequent ending of a young adult film series. Yeah. Um, they really do a good job with this. And King 
he really likes to kind of force nine pound grids on his artists and Bagenda oh, adapts quite well to that especially in uh, one of the later issues which does uh, some amazing panel sequencing mm. excellent there you go real good stuff jade yeah do you have some real good stuff to recommend to our wonderful listeners hi listeners hello yeah. Uh, hello, listeners who and, and viewers as well, mm. tuning in on your podcast viewing screens. They could be watching that timeline. I keep telling you. <laughs> I keep telling you. Um, yeah, so I've picked up one that I've been meaning to recommend for ages. Um, but I really wanted... It's one that I've reread because it's so good. And I wanted to make sure it was really fresh in my mind. Um, so it's called The Cute Girl Network. And it's by three creators, uh, Greg Means, MK Reed, and Joe Flood. Mm. so yeah have you either of you heard of this one i've seen it on the shelf (laughs) obviously okay so it's about a skater chick called jane and she moves to a new city and she falls on her coccyx in front of a dopey guy called jack who's working at a soup cart and uh they hit it off but they hit a figurative bump in the road to proper love when one of her new friends introduces her to the titular Cute Girl Network. And it services as sort of like a an ex-girlfriend hive of horror story. So like mm. warnings about local guys. Mm. Okay. And Jane has to decide whether to let their stories or her own experiences with Jack influence her choice to be his girlfriend or not. Mm. It's re- really simple, but it's also super interesting. Um, Means and Reed have this really sharp, funny writing. Like every other line is a zinger, and Flood's brushwork is so gorgeous. Like it's a purely black and white book. There's no like screen tone or anything. It's just inks. Um, but they're really busy and immersive. So I think color would probably have just ruined it. Nice. No color talk this week then. Oh. <laughs> oh. Thanks a lot, Jade. But Cute Girl Network sounds a plus. Mm-hmm. Speaking of black and white comics i see i've had a stressful week so i needed something to come down with and relax to and just sort of you know mindlessly intake something i can laugh at something i can enjoy without um delving into like a 200 page banger so i've been reading hark a vagrant by kate beaton no you stole it (laughs) i was gonna recommend that eventually (laughs) it's mine we love all comics here, so it's it's pretty much a recommendation from the three of us. Whenever you hear one of us give give you one, but yes, Hark a Vagrant uh, is a, a web comic by Kate Beaton, which uh, sort of it's famous for its uh, modern style takes on literature and history and historical figures. It also like goes a little bit into like uh, popular culture stuff, superheroes and whatnot. But it's just like almost like a, a newspaper strip style web comic where Bing Bang Bosh. Three panels, six panels, you got your joke. And it is, well, it is f- famous for its its wit and its scathing takes on certain topics. Uh, I was reading one before we started recording about uh, Cloak and Dagger, those uh, <laughs> wonderful Marvel superheroes, and about how um, Cloak's a costume back in the day was revealing for all the wrong reasons. You know, they had like the cutout of the, uh, the dagger. And of course, uh, Kate just chews it up, spits it out, and shows you for how dumb and stupid it was. And she's really not afraid to do that with any of her subjects. Um, But it's incredible how accurate and um, approachable she makes uh, her caricatures of certain figures. Um, One of my favorites is uh, 
the Edgar Allan Poe comic where he <laughs> receives a letter from uh, Jules Verne. This is, again, this is all uh, based on history about how Jules was very famously a massive fan of Poe's work. And this comic sort of has uh, him send Poe a very uh, fanboyish letter like, Oh, dear Mr. Poe, I love your work. Can you put more balloons in your stories? I think we should be friends. Also, I drew a picture of us. Write me back. That leads to the very famous meme picture of Edgar Allan Poe staring intently at a letter. And yeah, I, I've i been uh, enjoying this a lot, just uh, letting my mind slow down. But if you're a fan of like classic literature, like Pride and Prejudice and Wuthering Heights, Great Gatsby, or historical figures like uh, Joan of Arc... Uh, I think there's a, a few popes in there for good measure, naturally. The straw feminists. I have that written in my notes right here. Straw <laughs> feminists in the closet. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's all about, you know, the ve- the very scary, not very realistic. No, um, no, they're totally, they're real people. <laughs> they're historical figures that would burst out to take down the patriarchy. Action style. <laughs> Women are always right. Men need to die. Yeah, that kind of. Bullshit that gets spat around a lot. <laughs> Burn your bras. Come with us to the moon. <laughs> See, Jade, don't don't tell anyone, but Jade is secretly a straw feminist. Yeah, but that's me. We keep her. We keep her around. We have to feed her bras every day in order to keep her <laughs> life well sustained. But yes, Harker Vagrant, A plus webcomic. You should check it out. You probably already have in meme form, but you should go either buy the book or one of the books. There's a Harker Vagrant and Step Aside Pops. Two collections, both good. Anyway, I feel charged up. You guys charged up? Mm. Heck yeah. I'm feeling a bit charged up, but also, it's like, oh, I'm sorry I was so quiet during recommendations, because after my one, I spoke so quickly that I'm actually quite a bit parched. If you just g- give me a sec, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, mm. you're just going to take a little drink while we're recording? Yeah, take, take a quick bevy. Refresh myself, refresh my vocal cords. Cause I know well, who- take your time. Well, you know, who- also, whoever like, edits this is going to get so many mouth noises. That I'm just going to. Well, sorry, hold. Mm. Oh. <sighs> I'll just. Do you know what? Looking at this can of sweet, sweet lemonade, I have some inspiration that has hit me. Just now. Just this second. <laughs> to- totally unmotivated. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be really good if like, we had some sort of generator to make a drink name? Oh, we're going back to beverages. Yeah, I was thinking about going back to beverages. Um, okay. What, what do you think? Do you mind if I just take over with the generator this week? You know, I'm not sure what you had planned, Dean. Oh, I mean, like, I had a few in my pocket, mm. but, you know, my trousers are already... <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a different joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's in. Oh, my failure. My failures are exposed Let me, to the let world. me do... Now, you've had your moment for your joke. Let me do my joke. Okay. Oh, I'm not even editing it this week. <sighs> oh, that was instant refreshment. Yes, I could do with some refreshment on well, top of that refreshment I just had. <laughs> Let's refresh our minds now by being creative and creating a hero. I like it. How's, how's that for a little segue? We, we got there. As a segue connoisseur of this podcast, I give that an A+. Good. Of course. Well, welcome to the drink name generator. It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a very, very simple one. I mm-hmm. have got a good selection of drinks, basically. Um, it turns out it's a very similar site to where I found one of our previous heroes, Bleached Ruby. Ah, oh. oh. what a classic! And basically, to be a hit then. That was our MVP. Mm. So, what I've got for us today 
is just this list. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten names. And all I ask of one of you is to give me a number. Nine. Oh. No. Seven, eight, nine. I think you might like this one, Jade. Mm-hmm. It plays into one of our old favourite character styles, maybe. I'm not sure what. So the word. it's the, a dog on rails. It's not a dog on rails, but it is one of oh. our other favourites. I give to you today, Frosted Twister. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> oh, it's a nice villain. No, it's they, not a nice they villain. They create we won't do a nice villain, I promise. We are quite clearly going to do a nice villain no, because not. of this string. We don't have to. No. Frosted Twister. See, all I thought about was like Frosted tips because of how those two words sound together mm. they're a 90s hero who were previously in a boy band but left in order to chase their dreams of becoming a nice villain i like the boy well, band part there, there we go tips. let's let's end the episode thank you very cool. much okay. for, um... <laughs> well i'll get to draw on that bye <laughs> yeah i hope we've given you enough uh, creative juices oh, absolutely that, that, that would have been a good segue done well I always wanted a day off. So, Frosted Twister. Frosted Twister. Let's get our creative heads on for this. This. What is the drink? What is this drink? What's the thing? I don't think it's actually really anything. I think it's just a couple of words stuck together. Like, I've it's never... It's the magic, really, doesn't it? <laughs> it's, I think it's very similar to the... Because one of the reasons, not only was it just my instant refreshment that spurred me on, I was reminded of one of the old ideas of your porn name, which is like your school name and your favourite soda. Oh, yeah. So it's oh, a very yeah. American thing. And they always tend to have quite eccentrically named drinks. Hmm. Mm. Well, yeah, like the American uh, cater- catering food industry <laughs> has some weird stuff in it. Mm. Um, you go to a, like, a candy section, it's like, oh, here's a... A thousand dollar or whatever it's called, and here's a, a a butter man. And I'm so sorry to all of our American listeners. I've been to America like twice, um, and I went to a Walmart and I saw the cereal aisle, and I practically died trying to cross it. It was so big. But great anecdote. Yeah. Coming thank, back thank to you, this Dean. hero, <laughs> I, I've really uh, it's really spurred me on to yes. think more creatively. I kind of think as Frosted Twister. This isn't in terms of character, but it's kind of like a Fanta fruit twist kind of thing. So like kind of... A Fanta Frosted Twister. A Fanta Frosted... See? We're actually turning it into a drink now. But but unfortunately this isn't... You've been bitten by a radioactive bartender. This... No. This is a seri- a podcast where we make superheroes. Okay, I like I like the Frosted Tips. We've got to have that as a character trait. That's yep. it. But I don't Absolutely. think we can do a boy band because we did the best musician ever last week, if you remember. Oh, we oh. did. Yeah, we can't do music. T- oh, that's a shame. Because otherwise you could have had like... And we, we also had um, Untamed Knight, who was very dancey as well. Yeah. So let's get away from music and let's get away from Ice Villains. Oh, what else damn, can we that, work with? Are we, are we like out of steam <laughs> once we get past oh, that? Oh, God. True I'm originality? You're asking a lot. Oh, Frosted Twister. They are a they are a scientist who lives in the Arctic who has frosted tips because they think they are very fun, but in <laughs> fact they're quite boring. No, maybe and they've so- been away so long they still think frosted tips are fashionable. I was going to say either like that or like they've been embarrassed because of their frosted tips and they kind of put themselves into exile. Yeah. How about both? <laughs> that one's the before, one's after. <laughs> 
See, they go, they go into banishment because of their frosted tips, but then they go into banishment in like the Arctic or something, so their tips will literally become frosted as well. Mm. Um, I guess that would make you sour towards humans. Okay, uh, I've got a random little nug, I think. Go on. Because, obviously, if you have frosted tips, you can just get rid of them by doing your hair again. Mm. Mm. What would happen if your frosted tips became permanent? Because of, like, maybe some sort of hairdressing supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. They are bitten by a radioactive bleach, hair bleach, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's how they get their powers. They get their powers through their frosted Wait, tips. No. Their, their hair is already steel-like. Okay. This is the reason why they can't cut their hair is because their hair is indestructible. So they resent the frosted tips after... But, but I still you... like the idea of them initially liking the frosted tips. Oh, okay. of course. But, but you know, fashion's ebb and flow. Mm. So naturally they're going to get, you know, the time's going to move on, um, NSYNC are going to split up, and <laughs> then you've let... What, what are you left with? A An terrible idiot haircut. who embraces country music. <laughs> 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 okay, so maybe... Could we still go... Ah, uh, maybe this is... Mm, that wasn't really a sentence. Um, <laughs> no, that was your brain trying to mm, Yes. Okay. Come on, Josh. You can Fro- find Fro- that gear. Frosted Twister has steel-based hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but it could be like some sort of... Maybe they used to be able to... Hmm. What? But see, my mind is thinking all these things, and I should actually be saying them because, you know, that's what makes good radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wait, I seem to remember... It was a thing with, like, Hellboy, when he used to have massive horns and then he kind of ground them down because he didn't yeah. like them anymore. Could it be that Frosted Twister used to have really long steel-like hair? Right. Mm-hmm. And then as the 90s came along, they decided to kind of style it through angle grinding. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but, okay. but when it used to be, But when it used to be long steel hair, they could kind of control it and use it as, like, some sort of weird sword hair? Uh, how about, how about... Yeah, pl- please they... take over for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, <laughs> I'm getting a better picture of this this hero now. So perhaps they did have long hair, but mm-hmm. also all of their body hair acted as steel. <laughs> don't don't chuckle here. Don't chuckle. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it was no? chest hair. It was going to be yes. like steel, yeah, steel okay, wire. Good. Chest, chest hair, good. I was thinking of their arm hair as well. So what they could do is their he- their head of hair could, sort of if you picture it swiveling around them in a sort of twister shape oh and they hold nice. their arms out and they like spin as some sort of very sharp spinning top oh god what a violent hero well it'd be good for like um demolishing like clearing out pathways sort of disaster situations things like that okay okay hmm. right i, can I like dig it, it. Yeah. So then we get to the point where frosted tips become very fashionable. Like, yeah, you know, I could I could do without the long hair. And they grind their hair down. They get the frosted tips. But how how do we get from that point to them going to the Arctic? I just like the idea of them going into a hairdresser and being like, can you frost these tips? And then being like, that's metal. Ah, but what, here's the what? thing. Here's the thing. No, because this hairdresser is very special and they don't double tape because they've been waiting for this opportunity. Oh, okay. Right. You've got like an Edna Mode thing going on then. No, I've got a <laughs> that, that would be very a villain yeah. hairdresser before. Oh, well, what I was going to do, I was, I was going to go back down into the depths. I know we've been trying to stay away from a multiverse, mm-hmm. but we did have a kind of hairdresser-esque villain in uh, the shape in the shape of Supreme Eyebrows villain. Shit, we did. Yes. Mm. 
Yeah, the bowl cut hairdresser. Yeah, and I was trying to figure out some sort of way that the bowl cut based hairdresser kind of bleached their tips or something. Mm. Okay, let me let me tie these things together satisfyingly. Do, please do. <laughs> um, so Frosted Twister actually gets taken advantage of. They want to have Frosted Tips. It's in the 90s. NSYNC, yada, 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 backstreet, backstreet's back. All right. So they go to the only hairdresser in town who can deal with their superpowered hair, who is uh, the, the villain from uh, Supreme Eyebrow. No, no, no. Even better. Sorry. They they yearn for frosted tips. They want it. They please. I just want to be fashionable for once. I've got this ridiculous, stupid hair, and I and it's great for fighting. But I just I want to feel pretty. I could, want could to feel it maybe good about myself. A trend kind of thing. It's like could this at this point? I'm not sure how old a hero could be, but it's like during like the late 80s, maybe early 90s. They have quite long hair to kind of fit in with like hair metal. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Brilliant. It oh, took just, us this long. <laughs> I've just blown it straight open. Um, so obviously they've gone for the hair metal kind of thing, and now mm-hmm. they're in like the mid nineties, and now but, they've gone into um, boy bands. But the thing is, they 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 don't initially yearn for it as hard as like we've been pitching so far. They're like, oh, that's pretty cool actually. But then mm. this uh, hairdresser villain's like, well. You know, hair metal's going out of fashion. You're you're getting on a little bit. You you, you need a change. They Maybe... just pop out of the woodwork like freaking Princess and the Frog. Like, <laughs> come in, gentlemen. <laughs> well, well, maybe. So <laughs> my hairdresser that just popped up down this suspicious alleyway. <laughs> you have this hairdresser who's like planting ideas, but the hairdresser all all they want is that head of metal impervious hair for their own so they're trying to almost steal it from him and they tempt a frosted twister into the hairdresser cuts him off and laughs all the way to the bank job (laughs) and uses the hair as a weapon meanwhile fucking frosted twister has one lame frosted tips two no more sweet metal hair hair metal three just left kind of embarrassed, really, at you know being used and thrown away. I have a problem with this. What is, is it that you still like like the idea of them liking frosted tips? Yeah, <laughs> it's too funny. Well, maybe they're oblivious to it then. Yeah, I'd I'd feel like they'd go in by choice and they'd be enticed and they'd be like, say, oblivious and leave quite chuffed. They wouldn't even think. Put put it this way, they're in a boy band. Of course, mm. they're not going to be intelligent. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry for saying that, but come on. Okay, okay, I'm fine with that. In which case, we could we can still kind of use some ideas from both in terms of like Frosted Twister is going to have the Frosted Tips and they're going to love them and they're mm. going to do the whole '90s band thing and then the Naughties are going to come along and at some point in the Naughties, what what was the Naughties real? Emo, I guess. Uh, they want. They well, did. They want to grow in. Depends. Obviously, yeah, depends on it, what you're going for. It could that be stupid like, gelled hair. All <laughs> backcombed and things like that. Well, either way, there's going to be some some new trend that yes. um, mm. for the noughties requires them to grow their hair out. So perhaps they're just like, I need to go back to this hairdresser again. I need to find them again, but they can't track them down. And the longer it takes, the more they resent the frosted tip as fashionable. C- 
could and that's go... how they get into superheroism or by trying to track well, no, down. They've already been superheroes. They've already been a superhero. Maybe they've been uh, hair before. I wanted to kind of incorporate the whole fact of the hairdresser stealing the steely hair and then using it to rob banks. And obviously, they're just going to keep on doing that. But and in exchange for this, Frosted Twister's going to have real trouble trying to fight crime now. Yeah. Because obviously, beforehand, they used to be able to like spin and they'd kind of use their arm hair. But now it's kind of like they've got to get in really close and stuff. Trying. And... Yeah, it's awkward. You've not got that big like yeah Motley Crew bouffant to rely on anymore. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's almost like they're having to sort of instead of swishing around it like this big top they're having to just sort of lunge at people with mm. vaguely sharp mm. arms and... well this is cool actually this is a, a neat idea because then you sort of have a fall and then rise of an established superhero mm. which i don't <laughs> do, do you know what you would <laughs> what it, it's almost like that biblical story about that guy who <laughs> lost his hair and became very weak <laughs> oh. what's his name samson Samson is indeed their name. Um, I mean, and is also is a frosted twister's real name. I can't remember that story. There, there was a guy. He had long hair. He was really strong. Someone cut off his hair, and he became Delilah. really weak. Okay. It was Delilah. That, that's huh. the that's the basics of it, and that's all you that's all you really need to know. Hmm. I think he got chained up at some point, and then realized that he his hair was wasn't the key to his power. I think Josh is butchering the story, but it's fine. If okay, we're gonna well, play, maybe, maybe we can incorporate that somehow. Well, listen, if we're going to plagiarize any book, it might as well be the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've been doing it for thousands of years. Let's jump True. on that bandwagon for a start. I'm um, just picturing, like, because we've got three stages, haven't we? So the peak of their hero career, not only in, a, in sort of embracing full-on hair metal culture, and they're playing music with a cool group, and they're also saving lives. So they are, like, peak popular. Mm. Then you've got the second stage. They're middling, so they their band becomes a crappy boy band. Try to cling to popularity, but they're still fading. And they get frosted tips because they think it's fashionable at the time. And they stop their heroism because they try and focus more on the boy band. Stage, two. stage three, we've got... The search for the hairdresser, being unable to get rid of frosted tips, growing more and more frustrated, but also trying to pick up heroism. Mm. I guess trying to like stop crime more for selfish reasons because they think if they keep stopping crime, they'll eventually come across hairdresser villain. Yeah. So then stage four would be the point where they need to figure out that their hair isn't their power and also they need to be saving people for the right. Can we focus on that uh, third stage? Because okay. we've, we've talked a lot about hair yes. and we've talked a lot about hairdressers, but we need this, this is super podcast. Yes. Super heroism. I guess I was talking more generally about their evolution as a hero. Like this feels like a journey to them becoming a hero, not for popularity reasons, but for true pure reasons. It'll have to result in them getting like just the worst haircut that, like, no one can abide by. But it does get the job done. Yeah. Some sort of super mullet or something. <laughs> like a like a mohawk, maybe. I actually oh. think mullets are kind of cute. <laughs> on, on snake. Jade. On snake. Think about solid oh. snake and tell me that isn't cute. I'm legally not allowed to. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> Boy, I wish I had that contract. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I like the idea of them trying to track down the hairdresser while fighting crime. Like, you know, you got that selfish colonel for them trying to mm. um, take down 
their network. Or maybe the hairdresser does have a network. Maybe there's uh, fronts and um, backdoor deals going on that uh, Frosted Frosted Twister goes into and infiltrates. And maybe they go undercover and they, you know, they have to sort of control their power and maintain a cool facade in, in order to get close and really put the stranglehold on uh, informants, etc. Maybe, ooh, maybe it could turn into more of a, a PI thing, you know. The Wire meets Batman and Robin. Well, I think maybe similar to Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Because she started out with kind of trying to do superheroism. And then that didn't really work out and then went to PI stuff. Yeah, that's true. So basically, we're stealing Jessica Jones. Cool. If, if we were to combine Jessica Jones and the Bible... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, that does actually work. Like, And it's, well, it's probably quite a well-documented kind of thing of a superhero going into... Yeah, yeah. Because well, mm. it's, it's, PI is vigilante in its own way. I'm going to jump off my own wagon here and okay. say I don't, like, I don't like the PI idea. I was, I was far just enough throwing. to stop there. Well, I, I like the idea of them having to chase the hairdresser anyway, mainly because it would be like this person is watching all of these crimes unfold and they're seeing like these cuts in walls and stuff. And it's like, that's my hair. My hair is doing mm. that. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So they feel some Ooh. kind of um, responsibility. So their for... hair has like distinctive kind of markings on, on where it's cut. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's very sharp. Very stiff and... Just picture them, like, dramatically stroking a cut along a wall and being like, they were <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are they making you do? My precious locks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they, 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 they'd become a sad, a sad guy. Um, oh, perhaps. They really don't ever luck out with finding this hairdresser, and the only reason they come across the hairdresser again is because the hairdresser starts noticing the longer it's been detached from our hero. The duller it becomes. Nice. Oh no, that's sad. But it makes sense. I mean, hair hair dies, Dean. Yeah. Hair mostly is dead, I'm I'm afraid to say. (laughs) Oh god, (laughs) I've got corpses on my skull. (laughs) Um, So that would lead the hairdresser to come looking again. (gasps) And... This is well. Do you know what? I'm just. I can't wait. I need to do. Well, no. I am actually going to wait. I want your hair, and I'm not going to let you go anywhere. So I'm going to yeah. lock you away in the Antarctic. We <laughs> <laughs> come back. And literally also, wait shit, for I've your hair to grow. I've just realised this is the plot of Tangled. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to combine Tangled, the Bible, and Jessica Jones, we would come out with a great superhero called Frosted, called Frosted Twister. Twister. Don't forget with a little bit of seasoning of Def Leppard. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> okay. gracious. That's really great, though. Um, also, isn't that such a great pickup line? I want your hair. Hey, baby, I want your hair. <laughs> Insert your hair into my mouth. Okay, so they capture this hero and they end up in the Arctic. And the hero's like, at first, maybe maybe they set them up quite comfortably. Like, no, mm. don't worry, no one's going to miss you. And look, I just want your hair. I, I'm not going to torture you or anything. Just just don't leave. Um, yeah, of course, it's tangled, up. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be abusive a... at all. Just you're, you're fat and ugly, but I'm just telling you that because I love you. <laughs> anyway. Come on, ha- hairdresser knows best. <laughs> Listen to your hairdresser. All right, enough. Um, <laughs> so they're living quite comfortably and they're like, well, won't it be on the news? Like, people will be missing their beloved new Frosted Tips hero. And, and they just see their old band reunion tour. Oh, shit. Yeah. And no one misses them. No one misses oh, them. Oh, yeah. 
Because, like, you'd hit the whole, like, man band era, wouldn't you? you know? Oh, well, like, what, what t- take, take That or something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like, early Take That. No, well, not early Take That, but, like, when they came back. Yeah. Mm. So oh. you'd, they'd hit that craze, and, of course, all the all the old fans of the band would be like, yeah, everyone's back. Everyone I care about is back. Meanwhile, Frosted Twister in the Arctic is literally freezing his ass off, mm. clenched, clutching the TV like, huh, that should be me. That should be me. And and maybe, <laughs> maybe they get so frustrated like they're trying to pull their frosted tips out and they're actually scratching up their own hand. Oh, it'd be tragic. Yeah. You can see the you can see the pages right now, can't you, Jade? In your mind's eye, yeah. your artist's eye. Yeah. Oh, blood and and ice everywhere. And then they start crying. It's, it's all very, very tragic, but this will lead to the big realization, won't it? That a man isn't just their hair? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then... He somehow escapes from the Arctic. Well, that hold on. So that's yes, that's part one. What's part two of the ring? Mm. Um, that I have lots of body hair and I can just use that. No. Um, Remember earlier we were talking about how they weren't being a hero for the right reason. Of course. They shouldn't want to be popular. They should just be popular naturally through money and no and social media. This isn't the story of Bruce Wayne. This is the story of a person who's going to learn to be good, truly good, like saving people because it's the right thing to do, even if they look stupid doing it. So maybe they need a reason to really bust out of the Arctic. Okay, let's conjure that. Is it <gasps> a character? Mm. Oh, no, he's, he's gone. Oh. Yeah, but it was, I think it would kind of mess with some of our character motivations. What oh. would happen if they were decided to do some sort of... Um, Basically, the hairdresser has mentioned that they're going to attack his old band's next concert. Hmm. And then I was thinking about, like, would they break out to try and save the day? But then they'd get in the spotlight and it would be about them. But Josh. Yes? But Josh. You see, there'll be this great set piece where they fight on stage with the band there. And then, of course, you have the choice. You know, after, after Frosted Twister saves the day live on stage in front of a, a blockbuster audience, everyone cheers, and the band, uh, they take the stage uh, as uh, Frosted Twister is sort of collecting themselves, and then the band's like, come on on stage, the crowd are waiting for you. You did it. But then Frosted Tips, Frosted, I call him Frosted, <laughs> Frosted Tips. <laughs> it was destiny. Uh, Frosted Twister's like, no, I've done my job, and I'm happy with that. I don't think Walk they can away. fight on the stage if you want that. I, I think it would be more of a, maybe with their plan foiled, the hairdresser is running away, and it's basically one of those telltale kind of choices, you know. Oh. St- stay with the band and let them escape, yeah. and be in the spotlight and just be like, hey, yeah, you saved the day. Even if they didn't get away, you'll get them next time. Mm. Or it'd be like, justice. Problem is, We'd have to frame it in a way where it wouldn't be like a, a skeevy manager trying to get the full full band. You know what I mean? It has to be like a pure love for the music. And Wait, for what the are you fame. on about? I, I just wouldn't want the, like, the other character's motivation interrupting with that part of the, the story. There isn't, is there? Well, like it could be very easy for the other band members to want 
there for the wrong reasons. Oh, I thought they were just like, whoa, surprise, you're here, I guess. Come and join us then. We didn't know yeah, who like, you were. Like taking advantage of like a PR opportunity or something. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want no, that. you're right then. Yeah, no, that can't happen. But we still need to come back. Like there's a plot hole here in that. Why is the hairdresser attacking the band? Yeah. So there's nothing for Frosted Twister to go <laughs> back <laughs> home to? Could the motivation be... That the new trend is to shave your head, thus putting a generation of hairdressers out of a job. See, it seems a bit complicated, and how would that, no, 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 how would that get fixed by killing a few band members? These are influencers, Jade. Oh, come on. These are big names. You don't understand the curve, you know. Uh. And also, they're getting old, so the the only thing they've got is boldness. The only thing it's still we all not a motivation for this hairdresser. Well, Listen, we, we can go all the way back if you want. I just couldn't figure out how I wanted them to leave the Arctic. I like, okay, I like this this idea. It's just it needs some, it needs filing down like a good piece of frosted hair on <laughs> hey. top of a man's head. Um, hmm. So come, come right back. So they've just been left in the Arctic and they've come to the realisation that no one cares where they are. Mm-hmm. And the hairdresser is... Not there. They're what are they doing? They're just back to hairdressing. Trying to set some sort of trend, maybe. Yeah. So they're they're just kind of keeping up their dastardly. Okay. Halt your business. I think I have an idea. I'm not saying get rid of the whole rest of what we've just been discussing. Mm. I'm just trying to figure out a better route to it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, by all means. What if Frosted Twister's hair, much like lead or any other heavy metal, is quite poisonous and through years of using it to do, to do crime, the hairdresser has become poisoned and is starting to look a little bit um, sickly and weak and requires um, treatment in order to fight against that poison. Mm-hmm. Cut to um, Frosted Tips, uh, Frosted Twister, <laughs> um, watching the TV, and the hairdresser has uh, signed on to be the official stylist for the band. And he says... Well, I have uh, great news. Where Silver is back, and he's grafted this terrible poisonous hair onto each of these band members' uh, heads, and now they're going to die of hair poison, unless Frosted Twister comes to save the day. What? Why? Yeah, no. This this seems. I can't really explain why. It just seems absurd. <laughs> And not absurd. in a good Kate Beaton style absurdity. Absurd. We, we, we've gone absurd in a lot of our episodes. But poisonous hair, though. Mm, push it, push no, the boat. I, the poisonous hair could be for It brings me to an idea that I had. I just had poisonous hair. Your idea can, okay, cannot be okay. worse than that. No, it's not a terrible idea because you're right. Like Exposure to certain metals, materials can be poisonous. So why hasn't it affected our hero, whose body isn't entirely made of this metal, it's just their hair? Why wouldn't the rest of their body be poisoned? So that begs the question, are any of the other bandmas superpowered? I'll break out the generator. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, maybe one of, like, maybe that's how the hairdresser finds out. After, you know, some casual chatting, our hero over there hairdressing, they, they're like, well, this, this element's, po- like, why, why haven't you been fucked? Why? You should be long dead. And they just casually blurt out like, oh, well, that's why I keep old bleep around because their hair is, it has right. special healing properties or g- some g- shit. G- give, give me a number. It's two. 
Steamy Slammer. Steamy Slammer. What kind of a drink is that? <laughs> Steamy Slammer has the antidote to the poison from the hair and therefore is put in danger when so-and-so finally tracks them down as a member of this band. They never found a way to use their powers, but they did like helping out their, I guess their bro, right? Yeah. Not not actual brother, but they're, they're band brothers. They're music brothers. They're proper brothers. Yeah. None of, them, none of that family gump. <laughs> okay. Man, this but this ending is What about, us. A dis- I have an idea of how their hair works then, based on mm-hmm. that name. So it's Steamy Slammer? Was it? Steamy Slammer. What if their hair forms some sort of cocoon that turns into like a steamy slammer? Steamy sauna. That's they call it the slammer. I need a session in the slammer. Some sort of like purifying chamber. Yeah, it's like one of those old cartoon like sauna things where only your head would be sticking out. Um, no, because all of their hair is their head. So it's like a reverse cartoon sauna then, where only the head and hair is. You've been in a sauna. (laughs) It's just a room you sit in. Made of hair and superpowers. Yeah. Okay, so the hairdresser is looking for Steamy Sauna. Mm-hmm. But they steamy don't know slammer. which... Yeah, Steamy Slammer, sorry. But they don't know which band member it is. Oh, okay. Because perhaps... Um, fuck, I've forgotten how his name. Frosted Twister. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I forgot that. Um, perhaps they mentioned, like, the character's nickname rather than saying, like... Well, actually, maybe they called them, like, oh, yeah, you know, my Steamy Slammer. I always relied on them. And, like, that's not their real name, obviously. <laughs> okay, so the I like this. has to figure it out. And that's when that the works. reunion tour happened. Hmm. That works. Well, then, why why haven't they, like, gone after Steamy Slammer? Su- oh, because the poison's only just kicked in recently. Mm. Plot hole plugged. Yes. Plot hole plugged. <laughs> it was a plot Duh. hole that you created yourself. Yeah, you jerk. <laughs> that's why it's all the more satisfying. Um... Before we go, let's have two minutes of dumb villains starting with... Let's let's have a little trade-off. Jade, you go first. Give me a dumb villain. A dumb villain? Wait, we yeah. need to use the generator, don't we? Um, can someone choose um, a number? And please, can it be two again? Because the one that I've... Number two on this next one that I've done is Peanut Duke. Peanut Duke is a villain <laughs> who... Um, well, they always say that peanut butter is good to get uh, chewing gum out of your hair. That, that's that's a Simpsons episode that goes wildly out of control, Dean. I'm not sure if we can listen to that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh. Have you tried a Baltic squid? <laughs> um, okay, right. No, peanut dude. It, do, it does is... get it does get stuck to the roof of your mouth, and is often quite annoying. Right, right. <laughs> peanut Duke is a villain who um, is powered by false wives' tales. So any anything like your your. <laughs> Parents used to say that was incredibly untrue. Whenever you're around Peanut Duke, it becomes true. So, so you could um, say the stories of the Peanut Gallery are uh, hey. this person. Mm. So he would like uh, rob a bank by uh, deafening people with uh, ducks quacks that wouldn't echo in the uh, in the massive halls or, of the bank, or they would cause co- the wind to change and it would make your face stay in a certain <laughs> <laughs> expression. <laughs> I think this might be my favourite character we've ever created. <laughs> um, I've got a couple more, which are okay, pretty okay. choice. Give give me um, number five. Oh, I wish you'd choose number nine. Two. You can have number nine. So I, I, you know, can I will. have a few seconds. Uh, right, oh, so well, number five. In the true spirit of 
you, Jade, you've chosen another frosty one. You've got chilled delight. <laughs> okay, this is their, their ice villain then. This is um, a villain that is purely focused on ice cream and they <laughs> keep bringing their ice cream Wait, no, to if, they're a, if they're a villain, frozen yogurt. <laughs> oh, they added something just slightly bad to this very very good thing so that they could have more of it um so they keep bringing <laughs> they keep bringing their froyo van to all these concerts and um because frosted twister hates froyo they start nagging at their manager and all the all the venue managers to make sure that they they're um banned from setting up outside and they keep encouraging all their fans like no no don't have froyo it's not good for you it's really bad <laughs> And this villain is not a villain at all. They just really, really hate our hero. They don't want to hurt anyone. They just want their job back. So they fucking cake them in ice cream and froyo and all manner of frozen dairy. Wow. Products. Good job. Um, I would like to quickly mention this one because I think it's too good not to mention. Go on. This, this one's called Espresso 8. Okay. Who oh, I imagine like nice as eight very hyper <laughs> villains. Okay. I, obviously because they're yeah, we're doing villains anyway. Which is, yeah. yeah, just like little kind of coffee bean shaped people. Eight of them. <laughs> just totally hyper. Just stealing stuff. And they all challenge the greatness <laughs> of Frosted Twister, who has and, a fucking tail. And Twister like hacks them up and grinds them mm. down. Ah. <laughs> for, for, you know, the tour, tour bus. Espresso, anyone? Nice. I think... We have that one in the bag. We've got our four-part, um, like, 40-issue run of Frosted Twister in the bag. Thank you all so much for listening to us uh, discuss haircuts for 20 minutes. Um, thank you all for that. If you want to help us out, please listen to Josh at the end. Um, pretty uh, much just leave us well, I'm not even going to do it in the credits now. I'm just going to say it during this. Hey, if you want to uh, support us, it's very easy. BBR underscore podcast is our Twitter. Uh, we post up recommendations on the Wednesday and at some point on a Friday. <laughs> um, we we post up the <laughs> Jade will post up an amazing illustration whenever it's finished. <laughs> hey, look, a lot of the times you know she's just putting so much time into it that you know if it's a late one, you know it's going to be ridiculous. Mm. Oh, I feel really guilty when you say that now because sometimes <laughs> no. it's just because I've procrastinated all morning. <laughs> Look, I was, trying to, I was trying to build up an illusion here. You, you were perfectly fine. <laughs> or other times it's because I've just spent like all morning googling dumb images related to the <laughs> fucking episode. Listen, when we come up with a high concept hero, you better believe we fucking we're going to slam dunk that into like Dumbsville. <laughs> and speaking so, of high quality heroes, if you leave us an iTunes review... Um, whichever name that you leave on there, we will stick through the hero name generator and it'll pop out a nice little episode. Mm. All all in your name. Like, that's literally like an hour of our content is dedicated to you. Just to you. Like, we'll to say you. your name as well. Like, that's that's a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> and people will hear your name being said by yeah. us as well. Think of the exposure. You yeah. too can be a hero. I haven't said that in a while. Feels good. I feel like you said it last week. Well, it's been a while. No, it's just <laughs> been days. echoing in your head since. <laughs> oh, it's it's been a good one. I I've enjoyed this arrow. Let's make a let's make a promise right now though. Let's make a promise. Next week, no music hero. Let's let's come up with something different. Oh, let's go oh, on yeah, a different tangent. We circled back to music, didn't we? Should we should we do some like New Year's resolutions for next episode? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stay away oh. from 
that this is going to really limit us for next week and it'll bring is it mm. going to be a good cliffhanger for next week as well oh yeah um okay no music no music no um, ice themed villains no ice villains i was a bit stuck there come on <laughs> and finally no emotional spectrum based heroes oh <laughs> actually not not finally fourth we'll try and keep it away from our extended universe Yes. Aww. I, I know. It may, it may not happen. Look, if it happens naturally and it has to happen, then we might just have to let it happen. But okay. we'll try and be good and not related to one of our other, like, 34 heroes. Yeah. You know, like like Sidetrack, who appears Whoa, on... Whoa, that... I did not mention... <laughs> Look. On rails. Hold on, I'm doing it now. <laughs> he appears on rails, on stage, going around, setting off... Like, every time he passes one on his rails, fireworks shoot out of the stage because it's past... It's part of their final act in the show when everyone's cheering, sidetrack, sidetrack. Don't, don't try and make me not mention sidetrack in an episode. It's, next week's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be like a really good generator that almost screams dogs on rails. <laughs> it's like, okay, so they're a dog that drives a train, I no, guess? We, we are guaranteed to mention sidetrack. This is, it's in my contract. Yeah. <laughs> well then, look forward to that. But in the meantime, you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I'm Dean the uh, Diamond Hair McKnight. I'm Jade Butterfly Clip Sarson. And I'm Josh. I've just seen a really good name on this generator. It's called Surprised Cappuccino Randall. <laughs> you just like the coffee ones. I do, don't mm. I? Mmm. Delicious. Uh, one last sip for the road. Mm. My can's finished so you can't actually hear anything. <laughs> let, me, let me help you out there. Oh, have have a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good evening, or a good whenever. <coughs> See you later.